podcast where my friends and I talk all things gaming. I am Drell, and I am joined by Christy. Hi, everybody. And Brandon. Yahoo! Let's go! That was great. And um, we are talking all about uh, the PlayStation uh, Presents and the Sony State of Play for Thursday, November 14th, September 14th. And only the PlayStation Presents, apparently. Wait, what? I didn't say you that said that PlayStation that? presents and the Sony PlayStation State of presents Play. and Sony. <laughs> <laughs> My wrong damn sure, I suppose. <laughs> to be fair, clearly like, I got the wrong plush. To be fair, okay, I'm out here fighting for Sony by myself. Okay, so I like it. Just like my bad. We're here to talk about the <laughs> Nintendo Direct and the Sony State of Play for September 14th, 2023. Um, both were a little meh. Uh, but let's just talk about everything that happened in both of them and just give me your opinions on everything um, as well. And then if there were any standouts that you want to talk about, uh, now is the time. So let's start with the one that came first, which is the Nintendo Direct. And Brandon was wonderful enough to give me an entire list of games and dates uh, for release. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but this was supposed to be a... What What? The, what did they announce this, this as, actually? <laughs> Uh, this was announced to be, um, I'm sorry, let's see, roughly 40 minutes of games, of, of focus on games releasing this winter season. And I know exactly where you're going with this, and please go right ahead. Um, so yes, a, a bunch of games that were supposed to be releasing this winter season, and what we actually got was a bunch of games that are releasing not winter. Um, but that's okay, because we got a ton of games. Now, whether they were good or bad, it's up to you to decide, and um, Christy and Brandon will tell us how they feel about it. But let's get started. The Nintendo mm-hmm. Direct started with the Splatoon 3 Side Order DLC, which is coming spring 2024. Already not a winter yep. title. Uh, the first announcement. <laughs> the first announcement was already not what they promised. Um, then we got Mario vs. Donkey Kong coming out February 16th. Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown coming out January 18th, Horizon Chase 2, I don't know what that is, um, <laughs> I really don't, I, I, I meant to, to, for full transparency, I actually missed the beginning of it, um, I think mm-hmm. I came in, um, I think I came in right after whatever Horizon Chase 2 is, like, you'll have to tell yeah. me what it is mm-hmm. after, I have no idea, uh, Super Crazy Rhythm Castle, okay, I also didn't see that, what is that name, uh, that one's coming November 18th, um, Spy Anya Operation Memories, that's when I came in. That one's coming next year. Um, then we got another look at the Super Mario RPG coming November 17th. I'm excited for that one. Another Code Re- Recollection coming out January 19th. Princess Peach Showtime coming out March 22nd. A new saga game in the saga series, Saga Emerald Beyond, coming in 2024. Uh, a remaster of the Tomb Raider 1 through 3 collection um, coming out February 14th. Oh, is that Valentine's Day? That's Valentine's Day, right? It is Valentine's Day. And I find it that ironic Valentine's because, Day. you know, oh. ga- ga- gamer boys in the 90s always said Lara Croft was their girlfriend. Well, now <laughs> in 2024, you can actually date Lara Croft on Valentine's you Day. You can't date her, actually. You can play with her, but you can't date her. Uh, well, you can play as her. Let me. You can play as her, but you yeah, can't I was her. like, sorry. Mm, interesting. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna move on. Next was Detective Pikachu Returns coming October sixth. Then we had Trombone Champ coming later today, which is probably already out by the time of this recording. We got Battle Crush, which is next spring. Um, the beta is coming in October. Um, War Tales, which was coming out later today. Contra Operation Galaga, 
which is coming out early next year. Unicorn Overlord, uh, coming March 24th. Luigi's Mansion 2 HD, summer 2024. Nintendo Museum. It's an actual Nintendo Museum in Japan that you can go see. Opening March 2024. Zelda and Ganondorf Amiibos were shown off today. Um, they're coming November 3rd. Um, they also showed off uh, the, the Sora Amiibo uh, as well, right after. Um, coming out next year, I believe, sometime. Yep. Yeah, some, next year, some year, maybe let's say next year. Um, then on January 19th, there's going to be the Xenoblade Amiibo. Um, yeah, and sorry, Amiibo 2024, sorry. Uh, F099! 99 player F0 coming out today! You can play exclusively on uh, Nintendo Switch Online. And we have Bandle Tale, a League of Legends story, and Song of Nunu, another League of Legends story. They have a ton of League of Legends stories out right now. Um, Wario, uh, sorry, that, that one was coming out in 2024, and Song of Nunu is coming out November 1st. We had Wario Move It coming November 3rd. <laughs> that was interesting. Um, Aiden Chronicles 100 Heroes coming April 23rd. Eastward Octopia uh, coming this holiday. So DLC. Uh, Wargroove 2 October 5th. Dave the Diver October 26th. Mario Kart Daisy Circuit Diddy Kong Funky Kong and Pauline and Peachette are all making their way to Mario Kart 8 this holiday in what I believe is the last wave of the DLC. And we are getting a full physical release of the uh base game and dlc for mario kart 8 um oh okay That's cool. also mm -hmm. among us the fungal is coming october it's a dlc for among us and the big reveal at the end of it was the paper mario the thousand year door remaster coming in 2024 it was a remaster correct yeah, it's a yes, remaster. I believe so. All right, yeah. yeah. So that was everything shown off at the Nintendo Direct. So uh, do two things for me, guys. One of them, give me your overall thoughts on the Direct. The second one, give me your best thing and your worst thing. And then in between, if there's anything else you want to talk about, go ahead. Who wants to start? I would love to so start. Before we start, didn't Bison Kaitos get released today? Bison Kaitos did, did get, get released today. today September September. So make sure you guys go play that. So, yes. And so... show support. <laughs> I, I do want to mention this real quick, yeah, before, also before we get started. Um, I didn't put it on the notes because it wasn't really, like, new stuff particularly, but, like, right before the uh, Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door, there was, like, a little sizzle reel of, like, other stuff that's coming in. A lot of it was stuff that they had already shown in this very direct, which is why I didn't put it on the notes. But, yes, one of those was Baton Kaitos is coming out today. Um, the Pokemon, the T.O. Mass DLC is yes. currently out. Also out. With, um, yep, yep, yep. And Thank then you. Indigo Disc coming out winter, and then... For the ones who wanted the Pikmin 1 and 2 physical, that is coming out, I believe, September 22nd. So that's all that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, if we're all good, I will start. Please do. So I just want to be 100% transparent here. So uh -oh. as, as you as, as our as our video watches, uh -oh. so I have Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door right here. Um, I would just like to really quick plug um, the podcast that Sterling hosts, which is Memory Card Memoirs. We have all been in at least at one point. Uh, at least once each of us. And I had an episode where I spoke all about this game with him. And in that podcast, I said that this is my favorite video game of all time. Like, video game of all time. So I am very <laughs> attached to this. So for the sake of transparency, I'm going to have to... To give, to give this Direct a fair rating, I have to pretend that this <laughs> game was not announced. Because this is a 1,000 out of 10 for me personally because yeah. of that announcement. So, But I do want to be objective about this. So... If we're talking about this direct, this direct overall, there was a lot of remakes shown, 
we talked about this like off the podcast as well. It is very clear. Uh, question. That... Sorry. Sure. Don't mean to cut What's you up? off, but would you classify them as a lot of remakes or a lot of remasters? Very true. Very I good. Like remaster, be... remaster, slash like remakes. Remaster. Because uh, I do yes. feel like it was way more remasters than any actual remakes. That's fair. That's fair. Like, uh, like, yeah. Just, just, uh. I'll, I'll use the blanket statement re-releases of various kinds, I suppose, because yeah, there's there's remakes and remasters in this collection. I think yes, Super Mario RPG would definitely be a remake, but yeah, there are a lot of remasters in here. Mm-hmm. Basically, various types of re-releases is what we're getting here. Um, we talked about this a little bit when we talked when we discussed the sorry the June direct of this year. How we know the Switch is getting ready ready to wind down into its next year. Um, and I was mentioning in that when we were talking about that direct, how it's not going out in a whimper, that they are going to keep releases going on. However, it, it makes sense that a lot of these games are, in fact, you know, re-releases, slash remakes, remasters, all this stuff. It's, a, it's, a, it's an easy way to keep content going for the system all the way to the end, while also not putting so much effort into it. Not saying that these remakes and remasters are going to be like, you know, feel like cheap or whatever i don't want i want to make that 100 clear it's just a way to get people content and you know give them games that they've been asking for on switch and give them all that so it was back with that with a lot of that stuff if you've never played any of these games before that are getting like re-released in any of these forums i think this is probably like a really good direct for those kind of people but if you are a lot of you know i would say most people watching nintendo directs especially live are like hardcore nintendo fans they may have probably have played a lot of these games before and yeah. so if you have, you know, all you're really being told is like, now we can play them on Switch. That's a great convenience, to be perfectly fair. But, you know, if you have played these games where it's not that you're getting like a whole lot new. I, th- I would say that there's like, if you're talking about like something completely new, you got uh, Princess Peach Showtime, which is like a really cool looking new title. Like, I'm going to talk more about that later because that's a really good title. Um, but yeah, no, it's a lot of re-releases and... Um, I'm just I'm just looking at the list as I'm talking. There's some of these are a little underwhelming. I just I, I just want to trash trombone trombone champ real quick. Why? <laughs> oh my god! And no. like and and like and let me say this because in high school I was in the jazz band and I had and I played trombone and as a trombone player that game was awful. <laughs> okay, just but like... just so you know, trombone champ was a huge success when it came out earlier last year. So this is just another port cool. to the Switch that people have loved. I actually did not know that. Yeah, so this people is have, a, like, some people have enjoyed released, this game. Yes, it like it was all over Twitter. Everyone was loving it. Um, now, to be fair, they loved it for like ten minutes, but like when it first came out, it was a lot of people just having a really fun, silly time at how ridiculous it was. So it makes total sense to port it over to Switch. Cool. All right, F- fun times. So yeah, I guess I'll transition to my favorite announcement. It's obviously Thousand Year Door. I like set that up already. That is literally my favorite game of all time, and I'm just so happy that's coming on Switch. Um, definitely a remaster, which is a good, which I, personally for me that's a good thing. I really don't want them to change too much about this game fundamentally. Like I I want to enjoy it the way I I've, I've enjoyed it for the most time, and I would love other people to like be able to readily enjoy either because that GameCube copy, like many GameCube games right now, is stupid expensive because people are selling them for like hundreds of dollars online. So outside of illegal <laughs> methods, there's no really good way to like play Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door right now. And as someone that loves that game and wants people to play it, that's painful because I'm like, yeah, play this game that I love so dearly. Play $100 or just get it on your computer. It's like, you know, now it's not going to be on Switch. It's a lot easier. It'll be, well, it will be on Switch. 
be a lot more easier for uh, people to try. And that's a lot of Mario RPGs that are going to be on Switch now because yeah. Super Mario RPG is coming out uh, in two months mm -hmm. from now. You can already play Paper Mario on NSO. Um, the Thousand Year Door will now be available. And also on NSO is Mario and Louis Superstar Saga. That's a different series, but you can do that too. So you've got a lot of choice. And of course, the Paper Mario the Origami King is there as well. Though that's debatable whether you consider that one an RPG compared to the other ones. But it's there. So yeah, a lot of stuff there. But if I had to get rid of that one, because again, bias. Um, Princess Peach Showtime looks incredible. Like, it is such a pretty looking game. I don't know who they got for this art style, but that game looks gorgeous. Princess Peach's outfits look amazing. The gameplay differences are incredible. Like, that's the main thing I'm excited for. Just, like, seeing what each different outfit will bring to the table in terms of outfits. Like, you know, we saw that Patissier is doing, like, kind of like a um, puzzle-like gameplay kind of. Sword Fighter is more like melee focus. If you're a detective, it becomes a detective game for, like, uh, for like a chapter. That's so cool. I don't know what else they're going to do. Like, even Super Mario Brothers Wonder, I'm excited for that because of all the different level designs they're going to have and stuff like that. And, and can't hold it to candle to this, where it's, like, literally changing your gameplay with what your costume does. That's... That's raising the bar, I feel. I think this is going to be genuinely a really good video game that's going to be coming out next year. And, uh, yeah, I have some stuff I'll mention in the middle, but I want to give the floor to Christy because I'm sure he has some stuff to say. <laughs> so, overall, I thought the Direct was pretty average. I mean, we kind of pretty much expected what Nintendo was going to show. So, it was a lot nothing new, just a lot of confirmed release dates, which I'm like, eh, that's par for the course. Nothing too exciting. Just wish there would be more, you know, actual this winter games being released yep. instead of, you know, yeah. spring 2024. <sighs> Anyways, that's for a different story. <laughs> but I am super, super, super excited for the Princess Peach game. It looks so good. It's like a magical girl, Princess Peach. <gasps> and her transformation looks so cute. Oh my goodness. Can I just be Peach for one day? Like, <laughs> really <laughs> because all the magical girl transformation that she will do is look so much so cool i think it is actually kind of funny that the villain is named grape yeah grape and her and and her and her and group is called the sour bunch right? grape sour and the bunch. sour bunch it's such a wonderful pun by the way and 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 you know i just want to comment on that real quick because nintendo for a little while was getting real conservative with their characters. And what I mean by that is, like, if it wasn't a mainline Mario game, you were pretty much limited to just having your Goombas, your Koopa Troopas, your Paratroopas, the enemies you've seen for 20 years. They weren't getting really creative with that. And now we're getting into territory where spinoffs are letting you put whatever kind of characters you want to put in there. Mm -hmm. And I think that's all great. I think that's great. I think it also works well to have... Um, a, I guess Mario spinoff have its own unique enemies. Like Luigi has the ghosts. The WarioWare games has its whatever its own enemies. Yoshi shares mm -hmm. a lot of enemies with Mario, but it also has a few unique enemies herself. And so just an example, I like that Peach is fighting her own baddies. Baddies that Nintendo will allow to be slashed with a sword because they probably right for, because they probably would frown against a Goomba poor Goomba getting slashed with a sword. So there's that. <laughs> I mean, um, they sorry. get stomped on. What was the what was the bad guy's name in this again? Uh, Isn't it grape? Grape, grape and, the and the sour bunch. Right? Okay. Grape and the sour bunch. Yeah. Yes. Oh, is it Keep a different? Going. No, 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 no. You're correct. I just, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking something up because I just had an epiphany while you were talking. Oh. 
Continue. But no, I love her outfit. I love the fact that it's set in a theater. Yes. That's what that's my favorite thing. It reminds me a lot it reminds me a lot of like the Persona Q games where it's all set oh. in a theater. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, Oh no, what's going on here? So I'm yeah. curious to see how the storyline works. But Peach flashing people, that's gonna be so much fun. <laughs> and playing into different genres. I'm I'm actually really curious to see if each stage will be a different genre or if they will all kind of mix together into one stage if that makes sense yep it does i'm just so i'm, just I'm curious, curious to see how it all works out i really hope it does well because it looks so good and i want peach to have her own mainline game she's it's so deserved so deserved oh god i didn't even mention the kung fu outfit where she's doing literally like timing block parries i'm like oh my goodness mm-hmm. what else are we doing this oof i just i'm just so excited there's gonna be so many different gameplay styles oh, oh. i know what was your least favorite announcement in the direct well i'm still waiting on christy to mention detective pikachu also i mean we already know it's coming out in october oh guess we don't care to and we already <laughs> had a, a pokemon direct Oh, she we, said we she's already not had excited. Had in the Pokemon Direct, so. I would what? also like to say I'm very sad because, uh, well, so the epiphany I had was Gabe sent that tweet that someone said that was like, it's just Battle in Wonderworld, and now I totally get it. Um, which is why I was like, oh my god, yeah. I get it. Now I get it. So some some um, tweet is saying it's Battle in Wonderworld, but good. <laughs> like I I complete now I completely get it. Um, it just took me a second. And off yeah. note, I Aww. have been trying to pre-order the collector's edition of Final Fantasy VII <laughs> Rebirth, and it is now sold out. So I did oh. not get the chance to. So fuck everybody who pre-ordered. You know what? You know me. you know why they're sold out because uh, Christy shared the link to Kelly, and she bought three hundred. <laughs> it's just it's $350 and I was willing to pay more and now I can't even pre-order it so fuck everyone who well, pre-ordered before me unless you're listening to the podcast then you're cool and you get a pass sorry go ahead Christy I'm so sad but I am also excited for Detective Pikachu I just felt like you know I talked all about it in the last couple podcasts about how excited I am and so I just wanted to share the excitement with Princess Peach yes well to be fair yeah like like Detective Pikachu, like that was a nice trailer and everything, but it was it wasn't a whole lot of new stuff. Was, that, I think we've seen everything that we need to see. And it's just yes. like a nice reminder trailer, especially with the fact it's being released in, you know, three weeks from now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I am curious to see if we will get um the DS um storyline. Oh, the the, the, the original one. Yeah. What are you talking well, about? Because we haven't seen too. anything from it yet. What 3DS? Yeah, are you talking we about? haven't seen anything. I'm sorry. The original 3DS game, Joe. What's the original 3DS game? Detective Pikachu. The, the original 3DS oh. game. It was only for. It was like only the first part, which is okay. like kind of like what the movie was. Yeah. So I'm curious to see if we'll actually have that part because I know that earlier, in, I think po- the Pokemon Company they stated that it 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 was like kind of a remaster remake. Ish. Who knows? That was. was on their initial announcement that it was yeah supposed to be the original with more like it was very unclear, but now it just seems to be a sequel and nothing else. So. Yeah, it seems to be like a direct sequel, which I mean, I kind of hope that we'll see. You know, maybe they're just not showing the 3DS stuff because they just assume people have already played through it and they 
don't need to play it. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Well, I, I, I mean, I don't know what they said about it because I wasn't paying attention to it. I was just knew I was going to play it. But I knew that it wasn't, mm. like, the original because it had fucking, like, Gen 6 Pokemon in it. So, like, I was like, well, clearly this isn't the original because when did the original come out? It came out before Gen 6. It came mm-hmm. out during Gen 6, and then, like, some of the later chapters, if memory serves, have Gen 7 Pokemon. Yeah, some of the later chapters they did. And then I think in the initial release announcement for Detective Pikachu Returns, they did state that they would be porting over the 3DS version to the Switch, and then also adding in this another story. Because it had Reboot in it from Gen 8. Yes. So I was like, clearly this is, like... Yeah, obviously not the same game, <laughs> right? Exactly. And and I, I don't, don't know. know. I guess we'll see. Uh, did the original have like the ability to like use Pokemon abilities? Uh, I don't think so. Because I don't believe so. You like, just like, had Pikachu talk to Growlithe them, and yeah. So I, I was like, yeah, this mm-hmm. seems like a to me. It seems like a whole new game, to be honest. Like, it seems mm-hmm. like a remake in the sense of what Final Fantasy VII Remake was for remakes. Mm-hmm. As in, mm-hmm. you're keeping a lot of the same stuff, but then adding new stuff, new mechanics, and changing the story slightly, making things exciting for older mm-hmm. players, but keeping things exciting for new players as well. That's what it seems like to me, but I don't know, because I've never I just really hope... I just hope that the puzzles are a bit harder, just mm. slightly... <laughs> I felt like the puzzles were a bit too easy in the 3DS version. Rip. <laughs> she said the puzzles like, were too easy like in the really, 3DS really, version. Like, really, really, really easy. They were. Granted, I mean, I might have played it too many Professor Layton games, but... <laughs> I'm actually kind of surprised that they didn't show off the Professor Layton game that they announced a while ago, or have, like, a teaser. Yeah. Level 5 was absent this direct, and they still have some games coming. Yeah. They got that one, like you just mentioned. Uh, they got Fantasy Life I. I'm looking forward to that one. And then Deca, please. Now, those might be a tech- In fact, I think they even said somewhere there's going to be they're going to be shown off at Tokyo Game Show. But it does seem weird that they were absent from the direct since, you know, a lot of them were announced. Maybe they so wanted the big reveal to be at the Tokyo Game Show? Yeah, that makes also, sense. That has to be it. Yeah. I guess we'll see it there. Um, I guess so. So, for me... Because you were done, Christy? Did you have anything else? Mm-hmm. No, not really. Um, this direct was not good for me. Um, personally, sorry. Don't hate me. Um, if you do, I'm sorry. I hate myself <laughs> more than you can ever hate me. Um, so this one, uh, yeah, like I, there was one game that I liked. Um, one, another one that I was kind of interested in. And then the rest of it was just a lot of stuff that we've already seen, like you guys mentioned, or a lot of things that are... Um, you know, remasters that are ported over, which, like, I kind of get the excuse of, yeah, we're going into, like, next-gen territory with Nintendo, but there's also, you know, a long period between uh, between systems where you have some really good games that come out for other consoles. So, like, between PS4 and PS5, like, we had a lot of really banger titles at the end of the PS4's life cycle, so this was very disappointing to see. Uh, The only game that came out to me like that was Princess Peach... um, First of all, Princess Peach Showtime, which is literally the best game I've ever seen in my life. Um, And, like... 
I, I don't like platformers, which is why I don't care about Mario games most of the time. Like, I don't play them because I'm not, like, a huge Mario platformer fan. I was so excited to see that this is not a platformer. I was even more excited to see uh, what Brandon said, which is that it's a lot of a little bit of everything sprinkled with Peach inside as a magical girl and transformations. It's, like, giving me Final Fantasy X 2 vibes, and I love Final Fantasy X 2 uh, because you just take Yuna, give her a gun and some dresses, and let her go and have fun, and that's literally what this is. Take Peach, give her a sword and, and some dresses, and, like, play dress up and go have fun and just solve mysteries and bake cakes and save uh, musical theaters and, like... It's just, it's so great. Um, it, it it looks amazing. I really want to point out how it looks. I know Brandon went over it a little bit, but it was the best looking game shown off because something that Gabe and I were talking about was a lot of those games in multiplayer, the, the, the frame rates were horrible from what we saw. Um, same thing with Pokemon, which still, uh, like the frame rates are still pretty bad. Which is so annoyingly disappointing because it's one of my favorite Pokemon stories, and I have, feel like I'm always defending this damn game. Uh, and it's really hard to do when it's not running well. Um, it's running well enough, but not, you know, whatever. I can talk about it a little bit because the DLC came out and it was a part of the Direct, so I can talk about it a little bit. But I won't waste time on that. Um, I, I, you know, I don't know that I don't know what people want obviously when it comes to Nintendo because I'm not like a huge Nintendo fanboy like like you guys know more of what people want I just know a lot of people want the thousand year door because a lot of people love that game and you know I mentioned like going down my timeline there were so many people that were like oh my god I'm crying best game like I'm so excited this game's coming back um and un unlike Brandon I like for remakes to add new things I don't care for ports that much because I feel like if you want to you can probably play the original game and even if it's expensive lots of people find ways to play it i'm not suggesting that you go find a way to play it would you like to say something <laughs> nope i'm not suggesting you go find a way to play it but i prefer that like i prefer remakes over remasters which is why i wanted to point out that this was a lot of remasters um even like super mario rpg like they added some some bits another game i've never played i'm excited to play that one but I'm, I'm, I was kind of disappointed that there were so few new games there and then all the new games kind of looked the same or a lot of it was just a lot of DLC. We did get one new game the, in the Saga series, which I thought was really interesting because a lot of people love oh, yeah, older Saga games. And then wasn't there like the Atlas and the Vanillaware game? Yes, was, isn't that a really new one as well name. too? That looked really interesting. That was Unicorn yeah. Overlord. That was Unicorn Overlord and I was talking so much crap about yeah. a really dumb name. I, see, I don't even think that looks good. To me, that looked like a game from the PSP, PS3 era uh, from Vanillaware. Um, I didn't, like that wasn't enticing to me. Like it didn't, it looks so, it's like... Um, the conversation that's going around Lies of P currently, which is that it is, you know, it, it, it's a really good game, but it is hard to differentiate itself from um, what it's based on, which is, you know, Souls-like mm -hmm. games, clearly. Like, it doesn't have that identity. And Unicorn Overlord, to me, has that problem. A lot of these, a lot of these new games have that problem. Princess Peach show showtime does not like that is not a game that i've seen before um it's not peach in a form that we've seen her before i was like oh my god where's her crown and then she has the ribbon and then she's like flipping over people with a sword in her hands and she's got that like 
that um that 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 echo of her body that you have in like Street Fighter Alpha Three when you do the super yeah. art like she's flipping. Out. I was like, what is going yeah. on? Like this is. I so love the amazing. fact that they include a magical girl transformation for Peach. That yes. was like my favorite part. Yes, and then like and then you know they show her as a detective, and I'm like, oh my god, this is like. This is like literally what they should do. This is the I, I kept thinking like this is the right direction to go, especially with a character like Peach, because mm-hmm. I feel like you can't really do it with Mario because it feels really overdone. And Luigi has his own thing with um you know his little mansion shit. Activation. Um, yes, yes. So I feel like this is such a good way to go with with uh, Peach specifically, and it's also one of those games that's just like she can literally do whatever she wants, right? Like, and that's such a great message at, at the end of the day as well. Like, Peach can literally go out here and do whatever she wants. And so I don't have the nostalgia of Thousand Year Door. So the first thing I was saying was, oh my god, great. Now Peach is back stuck in a fucking castle. This sucks. Because I just saw her kicking ass and, like, kicking ass, taking names, solving crimes, like, baking shit. Like, she was all out. And then I was like, oh, great. Now she's stuck in a castle and Mario has to save her again. The, like, bullshit. Um... No offense. I will. I will. I will say real quick. Um, yes, I'm not even. I'm not even. Yes, Peach's role in Showtime is way better than obviously what she does in Thousand Year Door, but it's a lot more than just being captured. I, I just want to say that much. Like Peach does some shit in Thousand Year Door. That's all I'm gonna say because I want people to experience it. It's, yeah. it's one of my favorite Peach roles where she's not the leading lady. It looked like she was about to have sex with a computer. I don't know what was going Ooh, on. Oh, I can't wait to be able to see that subplot. <laughs> the computer like, subplot. What is happening here? Like, I don't know what's going on. The computer subplot. <laughs> great. I can't wait to be for people to see that. Okay. Um, but yeah, this one, I, I, I think I will walk away from it as disappointed for me personally. I don't care for remasters that much. Um, I I prefer remakes, but a lot of these, and a lot of these were pixel art style, kind of looks like everything else that's out right now. It really, to me, just kind of looked like a lot of, um, how do you say, like, it's like we have a project that's due, and it's a really big project, um, and a lot of people worked on it, but a lot of people worked on it last minute. So, like, the people who worked on it first, got uh princess peach showtime in and um the people who worked on it like halfway through were like all right let's take something we already have and make it better and so you know we got something like paper mario thousand year door and then everyone else was like all right just copy something that's already out because we run out of time and that is a weird way to describe what i think of this direct i feel like it was a lot of things a lot of leftover stuff it seemed like a lot of leftover stuff put together because we'd already seen to be fair we've already seen um uh princess peach showtime right um uh the and and then like i i remember thinking wow this tomb raider game looks bad and then i realized that that was actually the 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 remaster (laughs) version i was like oh no it actually looks way better than like the original so oh no but like also rip and then you know something like uh f-zero uh f-zero is just like now 99 people can play together which i know is really popular because they did the same thing with tetris but like 
damn i made the joke that like they're just gonna take the 99 players that like f-zero and throw them all in a match together (laughs) and then they can all just play constantly because they're not getting anything else from f-zero like that's all they got so they can all just get online together and play each other for the rest of eternity all 99 of them oh man that's such a good joke and that's all 99 fans because they're not getting shit else to be fair game helped me with that one but like that that's to me that that's how it came off to me it was it was like okay you know give a little bit of this give a little bit of that and i've talked shit about mario kart 8 so i won't talk shit about mario kart 8 again but i will talk shit about them milking it even more by having a physical release version of everything but i guess that's good because if you don't have nintendo switch online i'm assuming now with the physical version you can still play without having well you don't need it because you could just buy it separately never mind um yeah, so just milk people for a physical copy, I guess, because you can, because <laughs> this game never ends. Uh, like, it's literally like, um, what is that? It's like Skyrim. Like, the, the, the Mario Kart 8 is just perpetually, I, I, this is the last wave, so we'll see what happens. But I was like, oh my god, like, this game just is never fucking over. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. And then they tease Double Dash, and I was like, that's the best Mario Kart game ever to me. And y'all aren't giving me any cool mm-hmm. Double Dash shit, because you didn't get any with the Switch. Um, and then, yeah, a lot of DLC, like the Among Us Fungal DLC. Um, Dave the Diver came out like months ago. It's finally coming to Switch. That's like, if you haven't played it by now, I guess you can play it on Switch, but it's another like pixel pixelated style game. It's like, mm. yeah, r- real quick. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because um, usually they do have like their, you know, their indie world events where they do like a bunch of work. Yeah, where they would have shown. All of this, mm-hmm. or a lot of it. Yeah, that, that, yeah. That, and I thought that was interesting that on the mainline direct, there was about uh, a stretch of five minutes dedicated dedicated to indie games, like from from the Octopia DLC and Eastward all the way down to uh, Dave the Diver. Yeah, that was like four uh, indie announcements in a row, which was interesting. You usually don't get that on mainline directs. Yep. It may be a sign that they're not doing an indie world in a while. Who knows? Fair. Uh, and then you know, I didn't like Luigi's Mansion Three. And now I'm getting a remaster of. I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna tell you right now. Um, if you didn't like three, you're not gonna like two. Well, yeah. <laughs> like I, I pretty much figured that. Well, that. well, well and, 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 I, I mean, I, I know that sounds like a well dub, but it's like, but they're kind of different games. But I think, but I think overall, three is better too. By the way, I want to say this real quick, and I also have this on the side here: the original 3DS copy. Luigi's mentioned Dark Moon, so that's. Something I actually want to comment on that I noticed for a lot of these re-release slash remasters, they're um, they're looking to unify the naming for them because it's been, there's a lot of these games that have come out in the past have just had different names in different territories. Like Super Mario RPG, it's only called Super Mario RPG: Legend of the Seven Stars in North America and maybe Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, they added a subtitle to help it sell better. In Japan, it's just called Super Mario RPG. But this remake is just called Super Mario RPG. So they're just like, yeah, we're just going to call it that. And then Luigi's mentioned Dark Moon. I think it was only called Dark Moon in the West. In Japan and Europe, it was just called Luigi's Mansion 2 because that's what it is. So I think to uh, for consistency and also because they literally named the next game Luigi's Mansion 3, they called this one 2HD, even in North America. So there's that. And then the surprise announcement of that old uh, DS game Trace Memory um was called another code in japan and europe it's now being called another code here and then the sequel that never came out in north america is now also being called of course another code because that's what's always been known by the way it's really cool that they're doing that but um because that is i i i've never played it 
I only know of the main character Ashley because she was a trophy in Super Smash Bros. Brawl. But I hear good things about that game. Like people that love um like point and click mystery games have, have said high praises about both the DS original and the Wii sequel. So uh see time permitting, I'd like to check out those games. Did they say a date for that one? Let me see. Um let's see. I'm checking my notes here. January nineteenth. Uh, I'll see how free I am January 19th. I'd like to give those games a try because I like mystery games, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe I'll buy it just to support it, but uh, we'll see what happens with that. It is a... It, now, now, Jirai, I will say, though, that is definitely a remake. Those, those two games, like, I've what seen people games? that are fans of those games. The Another Code games. So, like, oh, yeah. Okay, the, okay, um, okay. Yeah, that... Like I've seen people show like comparison shots, especially the DS. Maybe maybe the Wii one is remaster, but that DS one is definitely a remake because that was like a top down with like a lot of like portraits. Now it's like a full third person camera perspective, and like the puzzles have to be redone somewhat. So like that one, that one's definitely a remake. I don't know about the sequel. I really cannot comment about that one, but uh, yeah, should be interesting. I also thought it was really weird to show off the Nintendo Museum in this, but I guess it where else do you do it? I was like, like, there's this big building. And I was like, oh, is it going to be like some interactable game or like Labo or something coming out? And then they're like, oh, it's just the museum that you can visit. That that announcement. It was the museum. It was just like in the middle. And you're like, what? Yes, it was randomly in the middle. Yes, sorry, Brandon, go ahead. I was just going to say, I was a little salty about it too, because when they were introducing the, uh, the Nintendo Museum, they were doing kind of like a pull a pull out shot of mm-hmm. like this um like the, the question mark block. But yep. then they were using the Toy Time Galaxy music from Super Mario Galaxy. Mm. So in my mind I'm thinking, oh shit, are they finally putting Galaxy 2 on Switch? Mm. No. <laughs> yeah, it was just so it, it just seems so weird to me. Um just like a lot of these games. But I think it's cool to have fun new weird games. I just don't think it was mm-hmm. a good direct. For me personally, I know for a lot of people, a thousand year door just made it exactly literally, you know, what literally it is. made. It for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and for me, it was uh, Princess Peach Showtime. That was like, that was yeah. the only. I, that's the only game that I literally went onto my Switch to try to pre-order right after the the presentation. I was like, all right, now I need this game in my life. Um, so uh, any final thoughts before we move on to PlayStation? State of play. Yeah, I'll. Yeah, I'll just rush through some final thoughts that I have of games that I haven't already mentioned. Um, mm-hmm. Splatoon 3, Sign Order. I'm shocked that that game has got pushed all the way to spring. Like, like we mentioned we mentioned it before, it's, like, it's explicitly not a winter game. That's your first announcement in the winter direct. Yeah. But just, like, real, they, they, they must be cooking something with this one. They said, like, along the lines of, like, this is something that you're meant to, like, replay, which is, like, is it going to be, like, a roguelike kind of, like, thing? Because there was, like, damage numbers when they were fighting, like, the, the, the monsters in that thing. That doesn't have happened in regular Splatoon. I'm intrigued. I, this is definitely not the last trailer we're going to see, especially if it's coming out in spring. I'm yeah. curious to, like, learn more about it. Uh, Mario vs. Donkey Kong remake. Um, I am not a huge fan of the Mario vs. Donkey Kong series. However, the original one, which is being remade here, is a very good game. I have very fond memories of playing the original Game Boy Advance. I, I remember seeing that in a Toys R Us playing it at like one of the game boy advanced kiosks and like loving it and i like begged my dad to get it baby brandon kiosk oh my gosh <laughs> uh those are fond memories like and yeah he was nice enough to get it for me and i adore the game it's a puzzle plat is a it's like a puzzle platform pretty big emphasis on puzzles and then later games just went on straight heavy on puzzles like no platforming whatsoever just straight up puzzles which is why i like them a lot less but yeah no i'm excited for the original 
and has co-op. It has a local co-op, so I might ask my nephew to see if he wants to play with me because he used to play that game when he was a kid too. But uh, should be a fun little remake. Skipping down here, what did I not mention? Uh, yeah, last thing I'll mention is like the Mario Kart 8 DLC. They showed Daisy Circuit, one of my favorite courses. Pauline. And the four characters, they... Yes, Pauline, I'm so happy Pauline is getting added in. Peachette is cool. A lot of people don't like that Peachette's getting added. I, I don't care. It's, it's whatever. I didn't think there were going to be this many characters added. I thought there was only going to be two. So the fact that we got four, whatever, throw them in. They didn't even advertise characters in the Booster Course Pack. It was like character. I'm sorry, stages only. And then characters just came a little bonus. So I was like, whatever, give me whatever, give me whoever. Uh, Diddy Kong should have been there a long time ago, but glad he's here now. Funky Kong is like, for Mario Kart Wii players, Funky Kong is a huge one. I know like so many people that wanted Funky Kong specifically. So the fact that he got at it is is really cool. That's crazy. One and yeah, no, fun, there's a there like... is a fun, there is a funky following out there. Let me tell you, people <laughs> do not call them a funky following. <laughs> Mario Kart Mario Kart Wii um, sweaty people played Funky Kong. Oh my so, gosh. <laughs> so I guess I guess that's pretty much everything. Yeah, like you said, it's. Um, if, if, again, if I subtract Thousand Year Door from the equation, it's just an okay direct. It's not like I wouldn't say it's a bad direct for me. I wouldn't say it's a great direct for me, but it's an okay direct. But then you have Thousand Year Door as a thousand out of ten. So. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, looking up guys, on... I just, I, I, I just want, I just want to say this real quick. When that, when I saw the book, the book with the star on it, um, I'm not gonna say where it was for for reasons, but where I happened to be watching the direct, I like fell to my knees i was like standing i <laughs> fell to my knees and then i heard the music and like tears was, was like oh my, my eyes God. were getting red like oh. i can't i can't i can't emphasize enough how much that 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 announcement meant to me and how much it saved this otherwise average direct for me just like it was it's beautiful i can yeah, relate gonna, yeah you know, like 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 how Marissa's been like um, harping us all to get bankaitos. Yeah. That's gonna be me. I'm not gonna start till next year. But once we get <laughs> once we get once we get a date, I might do what she did and change my name my using that until that. Uh, As you should. As I you gotta should. I gotta down. Speaking of which, I gotta download bankaitos after this podcast. Yeah, so, I downloaded anyway. it earlier. Um, yeah, no, I I get your feeling, Brandon. Actually, because one of my favorite games of all time got its part two announced today, and I literally Ooh. had shivers and like. Sounds like a good segue, unless Christy is... has something to say. Yeah, Christy, do you have anything else? On no, that? I'm just waiting for Jarrell to get to the next thing. Okay, let's are go. You ready for PlayStation Stay to play. Yes, except for I did have this? one more thing to say. Uh, because Brandon brought up the the, the Mario Kart Eight Funky Crew. Um, this game came out in 2014. So, Brandon, are you saying that they have been funky since 2014? Yes, they've been funky for they've, nine years. They've been funky for nine years. There, they oh they my god, they, they have been in the new funky mode all this time. <laughs> all right, thank you. Uh, that, that's all I wanted to hear. Um, so let's. I was to... I, for for Funky Kong alone. I was debating whether to wear the Mario hat or the bandana. Oh, the bandana. But but we, but I but thousand it's thousand year door. I had to go to Mario. So. Thousand year door. Um. So let's move mm-hmm. on to the PlayStation State of Play. Um. This one was shorter. I uh, it felt shorter. Twenty minutes than the oh it yeah so it was shorter yes. Um. So it was shorter than the um, Nintendo Direct. Really quick, mm-hmm. like really quick brief aside. How did you guys feel about both of them? Because I know people were like, wow, both of them on the same day. How did you guys feel about both of them on the same day? I thought it was great. This is sec- to be honest. This is the second time great. they've done that, and I'm starting to wonder if it might be not a coincidence. 
Like I'm starting. Oh, to great! I loved it. Like, I, I yeah no I loved it I okay same. it always it, it feels like a mini E3 when you yes, get like these two right? presentations mm-hmm. in the same day so yeah as, as someone that like yeah no it's someone's like games I think that's awesome yeah it's so much better to keep up with everything as well like I already know okay I'm watching this I'm already ready and set in for the next one uh, mm-hmm. concise forty minutes twenty minutes uh, together they were an hour which is an hour of games like can't hate it. I would rather do an hour of games on one day than, like, separate them. So, um, for the PlayStation State of Play, it started off with Baby Steps coming summer 2024. Then we got Roblox coming to uh, PS4. Um, And then they went on to VR stuff. We got Ghostbusters Rise of the Ghost Lord coming October 26th for VR2. Also Resident Evil 4 coming coming to VR2 this winter. And then um, September 21st, we got the... Uh, DLC coming called Separate Ways, um, which is, uh, features Ada, Wong, and uh, mm. some other interesting players that may or may not have survived Resident Evil 4. I played it, so I know. Um, and then we got Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, something they've been talking about, but we haven't really seen footage of until now. Like, this is the first time I feel like we've seen like actual footage of Avatar Frontiers mm-hmm. of Pandora coming out December 7th. Um, Ghost Runner 2, the demo's available now. The release is going to be October 26th. Then we got uh, Deep Earth Collection, followed by Helldivers 2, which they showed off previously, coming out for February 8th, 2024. Got a big segment on Spider-Man 2, uh, relatively big, uh, coming October 20th, so next month, by the time of this recording. We got a, a yeah. surprise drop of Tales of Arise Beyond the Dawn DLC coming November 9th. Honkai Star Rails finally coming to PS5 on October 5th. Um, Foam Stars, uh, the one that we saw previously as well, is getting an open beta coming September 29th. And finally, they showed off Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, the announcement date trailer, um, coming February 29th. Um, so let's first, let's do this one a little differently. Let's first just talk about overall how you guys felt about this uh, state of play without going into specifics of games. I mean, it was the Rebirth pushed it from average to really great for me because I love the Rebirth trailer. Let's just be real here. I love the Rebirth trailer every that they showed. I'm excited to see where they're going with it. Um, the film starred um, beta, I'm curious. I'm The footage, I'm still not... There's something about the footage that I is not vibing with me. And love, I'm curious to see... <laughs> I do too, but I'm curious to see if it plays as well as I hope it would. I like. I think that we heard like during what was it, um, the summer games fest that people they were raving about the gameplay for Foam Stars and how mm-hmm. it's better. The gameplay is much better. So I'm hoping that maybe once you know they open the beta and for like all of us to kind of give it a test to see, maybe that will change my mind. But the Arise DLC that looks great, and I'm so surprised that no one has heard anything about it until now. Yeah, they've been quiet on that one. So I'll I'll go next because I said let's not talk about specifics for games yet, and you kind of did. Uh, Sorry. So, no, it's totally fine. Um, the state of play overall for me was a miss. I think it was a lot of things that could have been a tweet. Um, and they did say they were going to focus on indies. Obviously, they surprised us with a few more things that weren't indies, which is always a treat. 
Um, but I, I feel like a lot of this was stuff we've already seen. I don't think people are really invested in VR um, that much. Like there's a specific audience for VR. So luckily it wasn't too long, but I don't feel like they have the investment in VR to go like full hog on it. Um, some of the indie games didn't even look good. Uh, it was a nice surprise to see some of the, you know, sub surprises of like DLC and uh, new trailers and stuff. But overall, I feel like this one was also uh, a little bit of a miss. Uh, what about you, Brandon? Miss for the most part. Like I was just really not uh, feeling most of what was being shown with like, I don't want to say just two exceptions. There was two things that I was like really excited for. You probably, you guys can probably guess what those two are. And then like maybe what, like another two games that I was like, okay. And that's about it. So in total of all these games, two really good announcements for me personally. And then two, okay, that's pretty cool. And then everything else just like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I feel like both the state of play and the, um, direct kind of were, uh, disappointments that could have been just really hyped trailers on specific big games and i think they would have been like really amazing but they kind of both got bogged down by a lot of smaller things that uh have i don't want to say niche audiences but like i'm sure there are people that are gonna love baby steps but uh yeah interesting way to start it so let's way let's to start it yeah. <laughs> like a very interesting way to start it yeah. so now let's let's um let's go into some of the games um and we'll go one by one and then we'll talk about them together um and then we'll get out of here so let's start with baby steps um any comments on baby steps how you feeling about that one i have one I just all i can say is like why are they starting with this game this is not interesting to me at all it also, also doesn't, it also doesn't look very good if I'm just be real, and uh, like they like, like you said, Drew, I I could see the gameplay is is interesting is interesting. It could be appealed to someone, but I was just like, I was just like, just well, just waiting for the next announcement. <laughs> just the whole time. That game to me, it made me laugh. I'll give them that. I did laugh at the dialogue when I was able to pay attention, but um, it just looked so like the movement looked really bad. I don't know if you guys have played yeah. um. That oh God, what is that game? That Jason game, uh, the detective Jason murder. Oh, heavy Jason. rain. Heavy rain. If anyone's yeah. played Heavy Rain, you know how annoying walking in heavy rain is. That is exactly yeah. what it looks like to walk in mm, baby yeah. steps. Like it reminded me so much of like heavy rain walking movement. And then the guy was like, "Use your mm -hmm. grappling hook." What the fuck? And then he didn't even use it. And I was like, "Well, that was dumb. Why you didn't just use it?" And then I was over it. So that's all I have to say about that game. Mm. Um and so uh, Christy, did you have anything to say about it? No. All right, so no, just it was not the great game to start off with. So next they showed us Roblox coming sure um then we got the vr of ghostbusters and resident evil 4 anybody on any of those i am afraid no ghosts, i just need to finish resident evil 4 but, still stuck in the I, same place right before the village cannot go into season chainsaw man and i'm like nope 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 so nope. like the beginning nope. of the game <laughs> like that's literally the beginning of the game christy i finished it and i'm scared of everything please send help i will try to be fair it is more action-packed than it is scary which is the only I know way I was this. Able to get through it. I know this. I know this. <laughs> because I played the original. Well, but it's so scary. 
you know, neither one of us are going to play it in VR, that's for sure. Uh, oh. That's ridiculous. I ain't playing... I ain't playing no Resident Evil game in VR. <laughs> Never no. would I ever. Um, so then we had Avatar Frontiers oh. of Pandora or the DLC, the uh, RE4 DLC, which I feel like we don't need to discuss, and um, yeah. Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, which I thought looked, um, from what I remember of seeing of it, I, I remember thinking, eh, and then I saw the gameplay and I was like, oh, wait a second, this actually looks pretty good like graphically it looks pretty decent actually mm-hmm. yeah that's that's it looks pretty game. decent for a game that's like a movie spinoff mm-hmm. like i'm actually pleasantly surprised as am i as am i that's one of the two games that i was mentioning that i was like all right this is pretty good looking like i feel like we definitely saw more of it uh during uh the ub forward that we got during quote mm-hmm. e3 season um that sold me on that game a lot more i would say than this state of play did like like this you know the state of play the 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 trailer we got here in the state of play for frontiers of pandora just kind of felt like a condensed version of what we already saw you before forward so it didn't really spit move the needle too much either way for me like i'm pretty much still at the same place which is like i'm interested in the game um, it's really just going to depend on whether I have time for it in December. So I guess we'll just see about that. But yeah, it looks good. Sorry about my dogs, guys. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, I, I just, the only thing that kind of annoyed me about the game was I was like, damn, this is literally just the movie again, uh, plot wise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, eh, you know. I mean, it, it is a movie tie-in, so makes sense. Um, Ghost Runners, I have nothing to say. Deep Earth and Helldivers 2. Anybody have anything to say about those three? No. no. All no, right. Uh, so then we got Spider- that, That's See, this is, this is how the state of play pretty much was, right? It was just a lot of, okay, no comment. Okay, no comment. Um, and, and, it, it makes me wonder, like, if they're holding stuff back for TGS. Because that is a bigger show, but... No, I don't think so. I guess we'll find out. You don't think so? I don't think so, no. Because I feel like, um... I feel like a lot of these, uh... Like, I mean, I'm, ugh, oh my god, I'm saying nothing. Okay, <laughs> maybe they are, but I feel like TGS is less focused on PlayStation and more focused on, you know, the individual developers. So, like, Square Enix sure. is going to be at TGS, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to show off Makes a bunch sense. of stuff that is not going to be PlayStation exclusive. So, I don't think they're, like, no, t- I, don't, I don't think so. Um, but I could be totally wrong. Um, so, next up was Spider-Man 2. Looks good. Yeah, just more. Like, just it, it. It continues to look good. It's it, like uh, more, more uh, gameplay of it. I guess going more specific on like some of the more of the side content. Like it's going to like the mm-hmm. Craven challenges, um, which is pretty cool, I guess. And you know, talking more about features like instantaneous switching between the spider. Again, it's what I was saying with Frontiers of Pandora. It's what we've already seen, but kind of like a more condensed version of it. So you know, again. Much like Pat for the Pandora, didn't move the needle. I'm still very excited for Spider Man too, um, but it just really didn't. Uh, th- I guess the only two things we found is like now we Craven Challenge again. That's tied to side content, and you know, hinting that there's some villains that we still haven't seen in the full game. Great. I mean, I would have guessed that already that they hadn't shown us every single new villain that's being shown. But it's cool to have that confirmation, I suppose. But yeah, doesn't nothing nothing new. So excited for Spider Man too. I guess it's it's. I guess I'd be more worried if it wasn't at the state of play, even if it didn't really show anything new. It's what? like, 
I was, no, well, I'm gonna say maybe, the opposite. Maybe, 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 wor- maybe worried is the wrong word, but I, it's a mo- the game comes out in a month. If they have a say to play, it just makes sense to show it, just to like you know, it's it's the it's the marketing. Hey, remember that this is coming next month. Don't forget next game. You know. Yeah, I feel like it's. It, I yeah. Yes, I agree with you, but I also think it, it is suffering from. PlayStation first party syndrome, which is yes, which is every PlayStation first party game is at, at like. Do you guys remember The Last of Us Two that was at every direct mm-hmm. and every? Do you guys remember like Deathloop? Yeah, yes, like it was just yeah. like ah, oh, okay. I'm going to it. break this loop. Stop <laughs> showing us. We get it. It's coming. And I think the same thing with Spider Man. Like I, I literally, I literally stopped watching. When Spider-Man came on, not out of disinterest, I was actually busy during it, and I was like, "This literally comes out next month. I've seen everything I want to see, particularly. Yeah, I don't need to see anything else." Um, to the point of like, I'm afraid this is gonna get into Square Enix territory of oversaturating us with spoilers eventually. Mm-hmm. Like, leave something, and and I'm not saying they're doing that. They're not doing that at all. But uh, it it becomes one of those things where it's like, damn, this thing is at everything to the point like I don't even want the game no more. Leave me alone. Um, that didn't happen, but like th- that's how I feel when when like they show you stuff over and over. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that was Spider-Man 2. Tales of Arise, Beyond the Dawn. I loved Tales of Arise. It was my first Tales game. My first Tales game that I've finished completely, because I know Chris is going to say she hasn't finished it yet. Um, it was my first Tales yeah, game that not. I finished completely. Um, I do have some issues with the story, but I think it started out really well because it was talking about you know human condition and slavery and what's right and what's not, and it tackled some really big, really, really big uh, uh, subjects. Now, did it come to fruition in the end I'm, I'm not going to talk about that because not everybody has played it or finished it but um, the cast is really endearing I really like the mechanics I loved playing the game I love being able to switch between all the different party members who all play differently it was such a good time I always look forward to playing this so seeing that they had DLC like what Christy said no one knew about nobody talked about this I thought this game was like not even one a and done like yeah like no, this was so out of nowhere and I loved that that for them i love that it was something that was able to be kept to the chest so close that like nobody knew it was uh gonna be dlc and it's almost out and that this is, is literally i know out it's, it's the greatest thing months. it's like almost out you literally. don't even need to wait that long mm-hmm. like what two months it'll be out in two months it's perfect yeah. which it gives is... me too much to finish tales of arise <laughs> which is um two months and two years after the release of the game interesting not bad uh because the game came out in september 2021 and the dlc is coming out november 2023 now i will say because gabe was like dlc for this old ass game in our chat and i will say yeah that is literally what this is because it's it was great that it was a surprise but it was also just like i don't want to just call it random as fuck but like this game is two years old and there has been zero aside from cosmetic stuff there has been zero story-related DLC for this title. So it's really like, what happened? What happened in those two years that made this mm-hmm. game come out? And at the end, t- at the tail end of 2023, like, are people, like, do I still know where my Tales of Arise disc is right now? Two years later to put it in the PlayStation 5 to play it? Like, I don't know. Like, it's so weird. Am I willing to shell out 
money for DLC right now for a story that's already completed with all the games that are out right now. Like, I'm playing so many games right now. Uh, Pokemon DLC, Baton Kaidas, uh, uh, Street Fighter VI, um, uh, uh, Baldur's Gate 3, like... And, you know, Brandon's playing new games every month uh, on these services that come every month, but don't stop coming. Christy has a huge backlog. Do we have time to really stop and play a DLC for a two-year-old game when we also have a bunch of games that are also coming out in, like, a month? <laughs> like, at around the same time. And even more games coming out after that. It's, like, it's very, very strange. I'm excited for it. I don't mean to sound like I'm not excited for it because I really like the game. But it's just, like, damn... am i going to do this um and i wonder if that's going to affect a lot of people or it could have the opposite effect right it could have the effect it's having on christy which is like okay well now i need to finish this game so i could play the dlc in two months so maybe i'm completely Mm -hmm. wrong i wonder if the dlc was developed later after they saw the success that tales of arise was getting how successful was it I think it was like one of the better Tales games after a long time. I think the stereo wasn't well received and people were, I think they got a few bags with Tales of Berseria. Because I feel like, I don't but I think, think that Tales was like. But I think Tales okay. of Arise was one of the more successful Tales games. Okay. I certainly heard and more people talking about well it than any past Tales game. It yeah, I've heard more people talking pretty... about it, but it wasn't all good. Hmm. Okay. Mm. But I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, so next up, we got Honkai Star Rail coming uh, to PS5 and Foam Stars uh, open beta. Uh, Christy was talking a little bit about Foam Stars, and yes, uh, you know, I was going to say the same thing you said, which was just that uh, a lot of our, our friends and colleagues in the industry went and played it, and they were all like, it is not a Splatoon clone, and it is much better than you think it is. So mm-hmm. that has me excited. Hopefully, Square Enix does a good job with it. I'm happy. I'm so, so happy that they decided to go the open beta route because I feel like a game like Foam Stars 100% needs it. That's all I got to say about sure, it. I agree. Definitely. Yeah, no. I, I, Especially when all the uh, footage. Yeah. Yeah, the footage is, makes a very, very much... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say I'm interested. So the open beta, I will try to get in on it when it's there because I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. I'm sorry. Can you say that one more time? I had to get rid of a pet. No, I was just saying. I was just saying that um, I'm curious about Foam Stars. Like it looks interesting, so the open beta is definitely a good thing, like you said. So yeah, I'll try it. Especially if it is mm-hmm. as fun as everyone who has gotten their hands on it has said. I feel like it can really and right? it, it, like if they go the free to play route, they can have, um, or hell, even if they do the Splatoon route and sell it for sixty bucks, you know, or like forty bucks in a discount, mm-hmm. or put it on PS Plus or something like. I feel like it, it can it can find a, a decent little audience. So now let's talk about Brandon was talking about his favorite game of all time. If you don't know and you're listening to this podcast, Final Fantasy VII Remake is my favorite game of all time. Not the original. Final Fantasy VII Remake is my favorite game of all time. So seeing that's awesome. The... I didn't realize it was your favorite game of all time. That's it awesome. is. It is. I made this. I yes, it is. Uh, defin- I can definitively say. That it is my favorite game of all time. Um, That's great. And I like a lot of Final Fantasy games. A lot. I like them a lot. Um, Just nothing has ever compared to... I'm not gonna... 
I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that. It's late. I'm not gonna go into why I love it so much. Um, but yeah, let's talk about Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. We got like 15 minutes. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Yes. Christy, tell me. Yes, Christy. Yes. What you thought? Tell tell you everything. Yes. Yes, everything. I am back. super excited that you know I originally thought that Vincent would be a DLC like you see but it looks like that will actually get him in rebirth and I'm super excited and I really do hope that he comes on the team because I want to see his gameplay so oh so badly Demon form. It I need so... to see it. question wait I'm sorry. I am question super... Brandon really quick how much do you know about Final Fantasy 7 because I know you didn't finish the original <laughs> I, I didn't, but I, I got as far you as actually getting... You still have time now. I do have time. Yeah, I'll, I'll work on it. But, uh, and there's also Evercrest. But anyway, yeah, no, I got as far as actually getting Vincent on the team. Okay, and, okay, 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 okay. And actually trying him out in battle and learning the hard way that his that his demon form is not the best for certain boss fights. Yeah. Cool. So I can talk about a lot of this trailer then. Yes, yes. Sorry, Christy, continue. Oh, continue? Okay. But yes, I want to see uh what, what was the what was the enemy name that you have to do to get Vincent? I want to see they incorporate oh, him. Remember. Because because I remember having to do the lock thing and it was like the worst thing ever. I so use I'm curious a guide for that. As, they will. <laughs> as you should. <laughs> as because you should. I was like um like I, I'm sorry, I, real quick. I just got to mention this real quick because when I was playing FF7 uh, regularly, I knew that Yuffie and Vincent, of course, were optional party members. And I was just like, I'm going to look these up because I am not missing these two characters. I'm glad I looked up Yuffie and I'm especially glad I looked up Vincent Vincent's because, yeah. holy shit, I was never going to do that in my first playthrough and I was not missing Vincent. So, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You may continue. I'm sorry. But yeah. I am super excited to see how they incorporate everything. I'm so excited that he's actually there because I wasn't expecting it. And then there's the Junon, which we're getting to June on March. I really want to see how they do the mini game. Because yeah, the March! So oh my god. That I, I messed up so many times when I first played it. I messed up so many times. So I'm excited. We get the golden saucer, the gold saucer. That'll be yes. fun. I wonder if we'll be able to um, uh, pick who we get it who doesn't we, look uh, like go. It. it didn't look like it because when they were headed up there, they were all on there. So oh, yeah, we'll, that's I mean, right. we'll see. We'll see, though. There I guess we'll see, another, maybe. Because they can go back on that. Yeah. Okay. I, I believe. I, it, it, it didn't look like it. I agree. I, I feel like everything's possible. I'm sorry. I feel like it'll be there, hundred percent. I I don't know why I said okay, hundred percent. I'm just I'm just I'm just remembering like I remember in FF7 remake they had that one scene that like the 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 resolve scene. Yeah, that, that's like, exactly why I said it's gonna the, be yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think that people in the OG they got they got to choose. I think how they did it, they got Barrett to go with them, and they said it was like the greatest thing ever. I looked up Barrett's um, because I because I think I chose Aerith. No surprise for me, but anyway. Um, let me see what else. There's a, we got to see the Gold Saucer minigames. That was really nice to see, especially the Chocobos. We got to see the <laughs> weapons, which I was kind of surprised that they showed it so soon. But I'm actually really excited to see how the boss fights. I mean, it makes sense, storyline-wise, but I was kind of hoping that maybe they would hold it back, maybe. But 
you know, I'm excited to see how the boss fights go with the weapons. If we get them, that'd be super duper exciting. Um, Yuffie is back. Yuffie's with the team, so we get to see uh, what was her mechanic, the synergy, right? Was that the synergy, synergize? Yeah. That yeah. mechanic, it looks really good. We get Kate Sith, which I we saw him at the end of remake, so super excited to play as him, especially when I did not use him that much in the original. Really excited to see how he works. I, I, uh, I, I deliberately used him a lot when I was playing seven because I knew he wasn't a popular character. It's like, you know what? I'm a I'm a I'm here for you, little kitty. I'm a you knew he was I'll a what? <laughs> I knew he was not like a lot of people from what I hear, I didn't hear do not use K Sif. Oh, a, a popular character. Use... You said I knew right. he was not a popular character. Okay. That's right, yes. Yeah. So like he, he wasn't a popular, so I like tried to use him a lot when I was playing Evan Seven because I knew he wasn't. I'm curious to see how the storyline works out because it does look like there's a different timeline where Zach is alive and he just drops off Cloud with um Kyrie. Oh, what was her name? Kanan? Kyrie, there we go. Kyrie, yeah. I'm super excited to see what happens and especially with everything else. It just looks so good. And we got to we get to see Costa del Sol with Cloud on a Segway. <laughs> and then what was it? We have another area with Sephiroth and Cloud teaming up. So I'm curious to see how that all works out. So it looks so good. That is literally all like, okay. What? Nothing. Sorry. What? No. I'm, did I we was revert? Like... Did we reverse Christy? No, I, I feel yeah, like I was about you, to talk and she spoilers. Said all the, and she said all the and she said all the things that you. No, no, no. I have more to say, but I was about to talk spoilers. And, well, and then we have the summons. We have like what? We have the other summons that we saw that they look so good, like Alexander Odin. Odin. Yeah, like so many. It's, Alexander oh, looks amazing. I'm so excited for this game. It does. Yeah. Brendan, did you play FF13? Uh yes, didn't finish it, but oh, I got okay. very far. I got I got I got about halfway into Grand Pulse. That's like Grand Pulse. So I got pretty game. far. Oh, that's Grand like Pulse is more than halfway. Than... Yeah, I got like I got all six characters summons, and that's about it. Kill him, bro. Okay. Um. Okay. So, um, Brennan, should you go next or me? Uh, I think I have to say more, so I'll just I'll just say what I have, have to say on it. Like I just think everything looks so incredible. The mini games look so good. That little blocking, like block fight fighting game, that just looks so so charming. Uh, for Zach, you know what I would love? First off, I was like, obviously, I want Zach to playable at some point in this game. But I think it'd be awesome if he becomes playable and his gameplay is actually reminiscent of how you played Crisis Core. Oh, I would hate that. that. Would. I would love that. I would love that. Do you actually like the mechanics of how Crisis Core is played? Oh, compared to remake, no. But I like. Exactly. But I like That's it for what I said it I would hate it. Like, but if it, but but here's the thing. Like I'm like I wouldn't want to play the whole game that way. But if that's how Zach plays, like that's okay. If it's like and if it's not like like long segments, like I'd be okay with that. Like just like so he could be feel different. I guess it's almost like. I, I won't want um, Zach maybe a, like a hair more than when you played say Riku and Kingdom Hearts three. Not that little, but like a little more. So like not long segments. Is Zach what I'm is trying a to get huge at huge fan favorite. People would love to play a lot of him. I just don't think it's gonna be a lot. Like for whatever reason, I, I, like, I think he will. Well, be, I think he will be playable. I just don't think it will wait, be a lot. I mean, it literally all depends because we're getting. Go ahead, Christy. Sorry. Oh, I was about to say, it makes me wonder what Kitase was talking about with with his 
um, letter that he posted for the fans. Yeah, I was gonna. Where go he's to like, that. "Oh yeah, I know fans have been dying to see," and I'm like, "Yeah, but like, we all know who he's talking about." Which uh, that's actually what I was gonna <laughs> gonna bring up. I don't think he was talking about. Um, I don't think he was talking about uh, Zach at all. I think he is a hundred percent, and I'm gonna quote it first so I don't say it incorrectly. Um, Yoshinori Katase had a producer letter that came out along with Tetsuya Nomura and part of his said quote the story will unfold more dramatically than ever before uh, with a rapid pace of major twists and turns we know fans are dying to see one scene in particular now to me he is clearly alluding to the death of Aerith 100% like that is all that like there is because when he when we're talking about the the main story of Final Fantasy VII, which mm -hmm. is what remake is, apart from like two or three scenes that we've seen with Zack that are very brief, the rest of that is a almost almost a one hundred percent recreation of the original Final Fantasy VII. So when you say mm -hmm. something like twists and turns, uh, and and so before I even get to this, actually. What I will say is I think that one of the reasons that I'm also really, really excited for this game is because they've done, I think they've proven, rather, that they've done a really good job at listening to feedback with Final Fantasy VII Remake. Mm -hmm. They did it with the original. I think they did a wonderful job at listening to feedback with the original. And then the DLC came out and they did it there. And I think they've done an even better job here. I, like, you can just, I, I feel like there's so much that you can see that has gone into this game that is going to make fans happy. I think this is a very, mm -hmm. a very tailored experience for, and I, and I, for Final Fantasy VII Remake. And I think they're, they're taking their job very seriously when it comes to this trilogy. And that is one of the reasons I'm so excited for this because something that people really, really wanted, including me, right. Was synergistic attacks because we've seen so we had seen and talked about so many posts of people just being like how cool would it be if you could like combo with these characters that are on the screen and now we're getting that with so many different characters another thing we wanted was to see a lot more characters we've literally seen so now all of the party members all the party members except in for different combinations except for sid so we've seen like every like Everything we have asked for as far as Final Fantasy VII Remake is, we're getting that. A lot of people didn't, uh, you know, very divisive over the shadows of the original. That's kind of resolved itself in, in Remake. And now in Rebirth, we're literally seeing this timeline for the first time, but expanded upon, you know. We, we've, we're seeing Cosmo Canyon. We're seeing the summons. We're seeing um, the Gold Saucer. Everything, like, the, 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 the snake that Sephiroth leaves in, in, um, in, uh, outside of Midgar, right? Like, that looks like it's going to be a fight now, meaning things are, you know, expanded upon, twists and turns. Like, when, we, when Barrett fucking gets killed by Sephiroth, which was like, holy shit, what's happening? Like, those are the twists and turn moments, but because of the resolution of that and the separate timeline um that that very cheeky statement by uh katase i really feel like is him just saying i know you all are waiting to see whether Aerith is gonna die or not and 100 she's gonna die i do not think it's zach um because it kind of would to me make absolutely no sense to re-kill zach in the I'm middle of part if two zach, because that ruins the entire I'm curious like, if, timeline if zach has a role yeah of course i'm curious if zach has a role or something yeah, of course. I think, I he, think does. he does. Yeah, like clearly he has his. I'm hundred percent. He's gonna have his own like 
timeline shit going on, like hundred percent. He's got yeah, yeah, I'm, and that's what I'm curious to see. I like more. I, I'm not gonna say more than anything, but I'm just very intrigued to see Zach's role in this. And you know, I was especially with the timeline converging mentioned. I'm curious to see what's going to happen. I was talking to a lot of people and um, uh, about you know remake and rebirth and everything and. Uh, you know uh, lots of original original you know players that love the game have all just talked about how you have to kill Aerith. like you cannot continue this game without killing her uh despite a second timeline it looks like the first one is originally going as planned so i do think that he's i don't think he's talking about zach i think he's talking about Aerith dying um 100 like and i'm excited to see her die now that sounds really horrible because i love Aerith and i don't want her to die but i think it's going to be even more impactful now because of the connections that we've made with these characters and also um Aerith is like your only uh, spe this is me speaking gameplay mechanically she's super strong as a mage she's like your only mage pretty much um which i think is why we have yuffie having her elemental type stuff to kind of uh well i shouldn't say that she's your only mage because obviously anybody can be a mage when you move the materia around materia, yeah. um but but mm -hmm. Aerith has a specific playstyle that better tailors mages. to um, she has a specific playstyle that tailors to being able to um, cast, like as a as a magic user. So, uh, like for anyone who's played the original, you know how devastating it is to lose your like healer slash caster, which is what a lot of us mm -hmm. made her. So, I'm, uh, like I'm so interested to see how that just switches all the gameplay uh, mechanically in Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. But also, the game looks amazing. There was like a, a little bit that like uh, it looked pretty bad. Mm -hmm. Oh. I was about to say, I'm actually curious if, like, the events leading up to her death has changed in a way or something, or they're going to tweak something, which oh, is I what mean... I'm curious about. I don't think they're going to change the iconic scene that people are talking about, but I'm curious if the events leading up will change. I don't think so. Obviously, this is all speculation. We could all be right or wrong. I don't think so because of the separate timeline. I feel like this timeline is going to be much more streamlined and follow the original i think and then we'll have like a separate timeline of convergence of like what happened i think because they have two specific timelines now if if that's even what's happening i think um for the most part everything's going to be you know on par uh and vincent sounds so do you really great think so? yes i do i think that like because I, I don't think it makes sense to have two separate timelines and then still change the original. Like, that doesn't make sense. Because now it's, like, three different timelines for a single story that they're trying to trying to tell the entire story of in a bunch of different ways. So I think, like, splitting it off Kingdom Hearts style makes no sense. Hmm. To me. Okay. Because um, that's what you have, like, you explore those options with your alternate timeline that you have Zack in. Like, there's no need to change the original now. I could, obviously, like I mentioned, um, be Because I... Because for, I think, my... Never mind. I'll, I'll talk to you offline about it. Okay. <laughs> um, I'll talk to you offline about it. Vincent sounds great. I think they've done such a great job with all of the voice cast in Remake and Rebirth. I was like, wow. When he flipped out of the coffin, I was like... He's still so cool. I was so shocked like, to even see the cop. Like, I, I, I couldn't believe it. it. I right, exactly. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Um, Kate Sith, it, the Kate Sith and Aerith doing their little combo was the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. I, that's exactly how I imagine Kate Sith to sound like. I'm just so excited to see all the different combo so pose. 
yes. the different synergy poses. By the way, uh, I didn't mention this when we were talking about the Nintendo Direct, but how they mentioned in Super Mario RPG, how there's like now different triple attacks, which were not in the original. So you can get like different, like Mario, Gino, Mallow can do an attack, Mario, Peach, Bowser. You can get like six different combinations doing yeah. it that way. I thought that was really cool, like that you can get those combinations. And this game is doing the same thing with like the different synergy combos. Each one will get a different one. You know, you just know that when you, you have two, to get when them these all. Ga- you have to get them all. But but what I'm saying is that you know that like <laughs> day zero when these games when both Mario RPG and Rebirth comes out, there's gonna be a YouTube is like all combo finishers or combo attacks. Yeah, and someone's just gonna compile them all, and I will have to be tempted to not look at those. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. God, I like I I I'm running out of time, so um I I I I, I don't think that it I didn't think that Vincent was gonna be a DLC actually. I feel like Yuffie was. I feel like Yuffie really? was going. Yeah, I I honestly thought that Yuffie was going to be the only DLC, um, and I think that was just to transition from PS4 to PS5. And now that we're like fully PS5, I I I didn't think that any other characters would be a D, uh, DLC, which is exciting because I don't think we should have to pay to have these characters, uh, in the game. I do think the transition between PS4 and PS5 with the Yuffie DLC was definitely worth it because i feel like the team learned a lot but yeah uh i'm gonna wrap I up can't, i can't i can't i can't i was just Ken. gonna say i can't i can't wait until they show episode sid to prove you wrong i mean they totally <laughs> could don't get me wrong you they know totally what could. i i'm curious to see how they handle the hojo post del sol scene yeah because that scene was hmm, it was interesting yeah Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I mean, once again, this is all speculation. I could totally be wrong. I just didn't think. That... <coughs> Excuse me. I didn't think Vincent would have a DLC. Sid might. Shit. Like Sid totally might. Um. Uh, okay. Well, I've run out of time. So. Um. Yeah. I just. I just thought it was really awesome to see so many different character party members. Um. Seeing Cloud in regular clothes driving a fucking Segway. Like the what Segway is going Segway on? Was great. Um. Everything is just so uh so exciting. Like I I think what makes this game so unique to me is that all of it is even even though I know the story, everything is still so exciting. The battle mechanics have just it looks like they've been refined even more than what they were in the original mm-hmm. and in uh, the DLC, which is awesome. Um. And yeah, I, I I can't go on anymore because I've run out of time. But just know that it looks amazing. Sorry. I will hopefully be taking off enough time from work to play it all weekend because I really really want this game so badly. And chokepos and flying and blue chokepos and just Wait. cloud and yes. What what was the name of the character the, the uh, from the honeybee and in Final Fantasy VII? Oh God, oh I forgot his name. I'm but, I'm, I'm like uh, curious it starts to look with that. an A. Um, Andrea. Yes. And Andrea. Andrea yes. Rodea, yes. Andrea. Yes. Yes. They're back. They're I back. Was like, literally, I was like, where's Madam M? I see Andrea. Where's Madam M? You got you need her. both. You like, need yeah, both. I Bring back Chuckle so Sam too. I need Chuckle yes. Sam. I need Andrea yes. and I need Madam M. Right? Bring them all back. Like, I don't care how you do it, just bring them in. And that's what I mean. Like that's what a real remake does. Like we love these characters that we just met and they're they've seemed like so integral to and they're not even right like you can have the entire plot without them but they seem so integral like everything that's been added mm-hmm. in the original really and, and, like i think they're they're succeeding in making us understand the true story of like final fantasy 7 with with the technology that wasn't there before and like it, mm-hmm. it, it's so it's so amazing to see the story in a, that you already know, but like in a brand new way, 
if that makes sense like there's they're, so much yeah, learning to they're do. redefining what it means for a remake mm -hmm. which is what i'm enjoying I know people for the longest time, they're like, a remake is like, oh, yeah, it's just a better remastered game with better graphics and whatnot. But no, this is like an actual true remake. So I'm curious to see how it all ends. And this isn't even like, and we've already Super seen exciting. the scene with Tifa in the past and her dad and Sephiroth and him, you know, killing things and people and I'm not going to spoil. And like, now we get to see the introspection of Sephiroth, which I think is another thing that was lightly explored that I feel like we're going to get a lot mm -hmm. more of now is like what the ending of seven remake uh, was what cloud mm -hmm. is thinking like, and I, you know, I can go on also about how cloud is like such a great character. If you like play through mm -hmm. the entirety of the original and you understand where he's coming from and like what that means and what that represents and what he represents and all that other stuff. But this isn't a spoiler cast. This also isn't a prediction cast. Um, so I'm only going to talk about things that were on the pot, uh, on the, um, on the, on the direct and just say that it looks like it's going to be probably the best game ever made. It's going to be like, my, once again, it's going to be my favorite game of all time, but like the second part and the first part together, because it's just going to be a trilogy of the best game that everybody should play. And uh, all of you go pre-order Princess Peach Showdown. Uh, sh 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 showdown? Is it? Showtime. Showtime. Oh my God. Showtime. I mean, it might as well be called Showdown. She's like Kung Fu Peach kicking people's ass. Uh <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, we've mentioned it before, but it comes out February 29th, which is the leap year day. So oh. yes. Yay. And yeah. then mm -hmm. in March, you get to play Princess Peach Showtime. Yeah. I think the, it's March. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Wait, okay. That's late March, and this is, like, late February. Yikes. Ooh. Yeah. Good thing they're on different systems, because, mm -hmm. oh, boy. Uh, yeah, and uh, if, if pre-orders... It would be great again. if you, you know, if you have your PlayStation, you know, controller, your PlayStation portable controller. Which you should have too. come November if you've pre-ordered. Um, yeah, if, if, if pre-orders go live for the collector's edition again please tell me because i want to buy and with that good night everybody bye thanks we loved it bye, bye. <laughs> we can't deal with the only shields anymore goodbye <laughs>